And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, May 30th. I hope everybody had a good long weekend and that you're rested up because it is time to kind of enter this, I think it's like this sprint between right now and 4th of July weekend, where I know there's a lot to be done. There's a lot of kids that got to get through high school and middle school and grammar school and get themselves together and get to camp or figure out what's going to happen next. So it's like, oh, I got to get there. I know you got a lot on your plate. If there's anything we can help you out with when it comes to your money, let us take that off your plate. All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com. That is our website. Click the Contact Us button and let us know if you would like to join us on the air. And while you're on the website, you've got to check out all the great content that's there. You know, we've got a bunch of stuff that's free. We've got our other podcasts. We've got a blog. We've got a radio show. We've got clips of me on television and we've got resources. And then we've got a way for you to spend a little bit of your hard-earned dollars, at least spending it on something that I think is going to deliver some good dividends down the line. The book is called The Great Money Reset, and it is really a framework that allows you to approach different changes in your life and be able to do so without messing up all the good work you've done so far. And you can also subscribe to our brand new service. It's called Jill on Money Live, and we are just about a month away from our second quarterly live webinar. It will be with Dave Stahoviak, Coaching for Leaders. He's great. And there's also other content behind the paywall. What other content? Well, cool interviews that we are conducting on an ongoing basis behind your backs. Yep, we're doing that. So if you'd like to check that out, just go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Click on that little Jill on Money Live section and you can subscribe. 35 bucks for a year. Mark, everyone's telling me it's too cheap. Let's find out from our listener who's waiting on the line. Maybe there's some like pricing analysis that we can do. So uh, let's bring in Nicole. She's on the line from the Midwest. So Nicole, let's do a focus group of one. If something is priced too cheaply, do you discount it? Do you say, ah, eh, can't be worth it? Is that something you think about? 
Um, no, I think it's a great bargain and I'm going to snap that up. Okay. So, okay. Be like Nicole, snap it up and uh, get onto Jill on Money Live. All right, Nicole, how are you today? I'm good. It's so great to talk to you guys. I listen to you every day and oh, it's fun to do you. this live. <laughs> oh, and, and so, you know, it's kind of fun. So before we got on the air, Nicole's like, eh, you know, I was a little bit nervous and I realized I'm just talking to the same person I listen to every single day, which is true. And it's a lot easier once you like start chatting and we seem fairly normal, right? You too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if we can get these good vibes going. Tell us why you contacted us and what we can do to help you out. Well, I reached out. Um, I am. Uh, I listened to one of your podcasts the other week, and you were talking about an off-ramp, um, not quitting work entirely, but just kind of an off-ramp and what that looked like. And I thought that was the great way to phrase that. And um, so I just kind of wanted your perspective on where I'm at, if it looks like I'm on track. And I'm thinking maybe in about five to seven years that I might want to cut back on work, not quit entirely. Mm -hmm. um, so I just wanted some suggestions on how to best allocate funds currently to make that um, hopefully a possibility. All right. So how old are you, Nicole? I am 52. Okay. That's great. And you're working full time right now? I am. Okay. How much do you earn? I earn 110. Okay. Are you married, partnered, single, anything? Single. And on your $110,000 a year, are you making contributions into a retirement account? I am. Um, I am currently contributing um, 10%. I have maxed out many years in the past, but I took it back to 10% recently. I do get a 5% match. A full 5%. Wow, that's good. Yes. yes. That's great. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why you um, pulled back? Was there, did you have tough cash flow or was there something else going on? Well, I did cut back my work hours a little bit, not, not a ton, but just a little bit. Um, I'm still full time and get all my benefits and that kind of thing, but I just wanted to make room for that. Okay. And when you're putting the 10% away into retirement, is it a Roth or is it a traditional? Um, it is a Roth. We have not had that option um, for too many years, but it is entirely Roth. My uh, employer match does only give the option to put that piece into traditional. So, Nicole, how much money have you squirreled away in traditional and how much is in the Roth? Um, total, I'm at, uh, in the 401k, I'm at $1.6 million. Wow. Um, the Roth is about one twenty seven. So not wow. much of that is. Worse. Yeah, but that's amazing. Wow, that's a ton of money. Congratulations. Well done. What about money that is non-retirement? Do you have money in savings? Do you have a brokerage account? What's what's going on? I do. Um, I have a brokerage that is um, 200000 I have a, an IRA in there that is 213 I have nice. a Roth IRA in there that's 11000 and um, I have an HSA that's $21,000. i am maxing that out every year, and I'm not using any of that. I'm just squirreling it away for later. Oh, and, yeah. That's 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 very smart, by the yes, way. Very smart. I have pretty much all of that invested. Okay. Get that's great. Most. And what about just, uh, uh, you know, a, a savings or checking account? Um, I have an emergency reserve. I have 56000 It's a combination of... Just money market fund, I-bonds, short-term treasuries. Perfect. 
That's great. When you look ahead and we talk about, let's just say five years instead of seven years, say five years from now, um, you say, I want to keep working, but maybe less. How much less do you think? Like half time? Should we count on some amount of money? Yes, definitely count on some. Um, I would say like a third to a half anywhere in between there. Okay. So let's, let's say 50 grand a year. If you could do that from 57, what would be from 57 to what do you think you, I mean, I know it's hard because you're healthy and happy right now, but what's your um, sort of hope, how long you would be able to do that? Well, how long should we make the off-ramp extend? Um, I, it, it is hard to, to, to decide on that. I would say probably at least to 62, 63. Okay. All Maybe right, longer. Who knows? Okay. We'll say 62. That's fine. Do you um, own a home or do you rent? I own. How much would you guess your house is worth? Well, Zillow says it's four fifty, but I think that's a little ambitious. Um, I am going to go like three fifty. No, wait. Zillow says four fifty, and you're, I'm putting four hundred. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm going. It seems I'm, strong. <laughs> I, I know it seems a little bit much, but okay. We're going to say four hundred. Do you um, have a mortgage on the house? I do not. It's paid off. Oh my gosh, you have been an animal just like saving, investing. Do you have kids? I do not. Okay. How much do you think you need to spend in a given year? Um, well, currently my spend is about 5000 a month. I assume once I went part-time, then at least my healthcare would bump that up at least 1000 a month, I'm assuming. Okay. So from 57 to 62, we would look at 6000 a month, right, yeah, for your right. spending? Yes. Um, but that's okay. That's fine. When you ticked off the brokerage account, the IRA, the Roth IRA, where is that held? Are you managing it yourself or is someone managing it for you? I'm doing it myself. And that is another question as to whether we think I would be um, needing an advisor. Or, I, you know, I don't know about that. Short. seems like you're doing a darn good <laughs> job. If we can avoid having you pay that extra money, I'm not sure that you do need that. So right now, after you've made your 10% contribution into your Roth retirement account, do you also put some set amount of money into the brokerage or savings? Yes, I do about 1000 a month. Okay, so $1,000 a month you're saving. If I were to look ahead, all we need to do is think about this. We're going to do two things. At your age, six, so 57 to 62, we know you need to have some money, those five years. If we presume you're going to make 50 grand a year, we do need to spend down some of your money, right? Because $50,000 a year is not going to cover your six grand a month. And the six grand a month is net. So we kind of need to look at spending, uh, I'm going to say 25 grand a year, maybe 30. Why don't you have some fun? So 30 grand a year from age, say, 57 to 62. Then we have age 63. When's your full retirement age? 67? Yes. Do you happen to know what your social security benefit is at 67? Um, at 67, it's 3,500. And what's it at 70? It's 4,300. So I'm hoping to wait till 70. Right. And do you have longevity? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah? yeah. Healthy? She's mm-hmm. a healthy gal. Uh, okay. So we have seven years where we need to have a bunch of money that's coming out. Once you get to social security age, you're golden. So just let's think about this together. The off-ramp that we are creating 
let's build this metaphor out and take it to its exhaustive conclusion. So in some respects, we're building the off-ramp together. And you're taking the money that has already been saved and like that's kind of like going to lay the groundwork for your off-ramp. That's like there's gravel on the side of the road. That's called your investments. And you're going to lay it down onto that off-ramp, right? You have to be clear that to do this, you have to spend down some money. What would be great is you put a bunch of money in the brokerage account. Now you get to age 60, 62, who knows where, you know, like kind of how much money you're going to make. Then I think we're going to start pulling money slowly out of your traditional account because you are going, you have piles of money in traditional, right? And you should live on that traditional money until you get, like if I looked at age, say 60 to 70, you would take a little bit out every year to just float your life. And that's how you're going to live. You'll be able to take the money out and pay the tax on that. Your tax rate is still going to be basically 22%. Okay. It depends on how, again, it depends how much you're really earning. But let's say if you pulled out 80,000, say you, you stopped working when you're 62 and you pulled out $90,000 from your retirement account, you'd pay tax at the 22% bracket and you'd live on the balance. You'd live on what you come, you bring in. That's fine. And you do that every year. So if you think about pulling out, you know, eighty, ninety thousand dollars for some bunch of years, you pull the money out, you live on it. You're still going to have money left at the end of the day. You're going to have money. The question really becomes when we start this whole clock ticking. Because obviously, the longer you work for those part-time years, the better your financial situation looks. Because, you know, I'm almost, I'm saying you're pulling $90,000 out. It's like you're going to spend a million dollars, right? And that's scary. You'll still have money in retirement, but the longer you wait, not so much on the, on starting your off-ramp, but the longer you can extend that 50 grand a year, the better the scenario looks. Okay. That makes sense. Now, do you hate your job? Um, I don't hate it. No. I mean, I like it a lot of days, but it's not always delightful. Yeah. So, okay. I want you to be clear to understand that, you know, the off-ramp isn't the panacea either because some people go on the off-ramp and they're like, well, this kind of stinks because I'm getting, I'm making less money, but I still have a lot of the same anxiety. And I just want to be clear that it's sometimes not the like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. So I want to be realistic about it. But like if in 10 years she's still putting money into the Roth, we are not really, you know, we're spending the money that's accumulating in the brokerage account. We're not really starting to pull money out of the traditional account until that time. You feel like she's going to be okay, age 70, 4,300 a month, live on the, you know, take some money out of the other retirement accounts. You think she's okay? A hundred percent. Between, you know, like you said, this isn't for several years down the road. Between now and then, she's already got, what, two million, two plus million? This money's going to double. There's no chance that you're going to, that that you're going to move or do anything like that, right? I don't think so. No. Okay. I mean, you do have two million bucks. You've done a great job. Do you have, so you're, because you're single, I'm going to ask you, do you have estate documents where everything is spelled out? I do. Yeah, I'm a planner. You are? <laughs> yes. What else do we need to know about you that we have not covered? Uh, what do we feel about an advisor? Do you think I am <sighs> like not serving myself well with this? No, I think you're doing great. I don't think, all right, I don't think you need an advisor right now. It may be that as you approach your off-ramp, you might say, hmm, 
mm, I just want to make sure, you know, if tax law changes, if something shifts, you know, if you're feeling like you hate doing it. But for right now, while you're still in accumulation phase, eh, I think you're fine. I really do. I, if I you're, really are you enjoy, feeling, are you, you know, okay, well, if you enjoy investing. it for sure. I yeah. don't know, you know, a ton about it. That's why I listen to your show to get more information. But yeah, I like it. I think I would miss it, but I just don't want to make a big mistake by not. You're not going to make a big mistake. You're, you're already, you know, the, 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 um, the big solve for a big mistake is you work an extra year or two. Big deal. You know, really, but you're not going to have to. I think you're in really good shape. I really do. So, all right, Nicole, we're going to leave you with that and you'll let us know if anything else is going on and we can help you out if you have run into another problem. And if you really, again, if you start, if this starts to be a burden to manage your own money or you want another set of eyes and ears, we certainly can help you or guide you in that direction. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You guys have been very helpful. Nicole from the Midwest, building that off-ramp. I'm just going to pound that analogy right into your brains, guys. Sorry. Um, If you want to build your off-ramp, let's see if you've got enough of the raw materials available. Give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click on the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Introduce your friends to it. It's so much fun. And please leave us a rating and review on Apple. Lift someone up. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.